I came to understand that our programmed beliefs about ourselves and our place in the world dictate a large part of our health and happiness. Now, the challenge is our concept of self is often inauthentic or weak. To transform what you see on the outside, you've got to transform who you are on the inside. That's Dr. Andrea Pennington, and this is The Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to change your relationship with depression. I'm your host, Malik Josephs. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We are picking up right where we left off on Monday's episode with Bob Proctor and continuing with our topic of the week, which is entitled Be Your Authentic Self. And our newest featured speaker is here to share three vital steps to do just that. Here's Dr. Andrea Pennington. Enjoy. Now, over the last several years as a documentary filmmaker, I have immersed myself in cultures around the world to see what it takes to really thrive and flourish. What I noticed is in many cultures, like in the Western world, when we set out in life, most of us are programmed to fit into social norms. In business, we look to the marketplace to compete for better sameness. And when we suffer, physically or emotionally, most of us look outside of ourselves for the cause and the cure. Now, the shift for me came in my final year of medical school when I started the study of traditional Chinese medicine and acupuncture. I learned that people could have heart and brain surgery while awake without anesthesia. Women could deliver their babies painlessly, and people could recover from drug addiction and craving with a few tiny, well-placed needles. I realized there was more to the body and mind than what the American medical system was teaching me. I came to understand that our programmed beliefs about ourselves and our place in the world dictate a large part of our health and happiness as well as our level of success. Now, the challenge is our concept of self is often inauthentic or weak. To transform what you see on the outside, you've got to transform who you are on the inside. In the next few minutes, I will summarize the soul and science of my work to leave you with three vital keys to unlock your potential for transformation. It's a simple prescription, really, one small shift that can yield big results. When you look yourself in the mirror, past the makeup or blemishes, do you ever sense that there's more to you than what you see in your reflection? So who are you, really? When asked who are you, most people respond with their age, ethnic background, job, or position in life. Why? Because we've all been programmed. The programming of your self-image and how you describe yourselves to others begins in childhood. As author and biologist Bruce Lipton so passionately explains, 
During the first six years of our lives, our brains exist in a hypnotic trance-like state, such that we passively absorb, record, and believe the things that are impressed upon us from the outside world. So from birth, the socialization process shapes our sense of self, identity. And little by little, a social mask is formed, and we behave according to the rules of our family or religion. We adopt the cultural, political, and gender norms that are thrust upon us, causing most of us to lose sight of and compromise who we really are. Now, the sad thing is, most of us end up forcing the unacceptable parts of our personality into the shadows, and we end up masquerading as a half-baked version of ourselves. We embrace the qualities of our peers or the ideals of our parents, all in an attempt to fit in and be accepted. Meanwhile, the authentic, original you, that glimmer you see reflected deep in your eyes, takes a back seat. Often, we don't realize who we are meant to be because we're so busy trying to live out someone else's ideas. But what if who you thought you were is wrong? What if by being your most authentic, perfectly imperfect self, you could transform your health and your life while having an extraordinary impact in the world? So you see, your first key to becoming who you really are is to learn who you really are. So how do you do that? Shift your focus inward. Question your thoughts and beliefs. Seek to rediscover your true self through inquiry, contemplation, yoga, or as Mathieu Ricard said, through meditation. I can tell you from personal experience that denying your self-expression can actually lead to depression. For most of my life, I have traveled two parallel paths. By training, I am a scientist, but by passion, I'm an artist. My mother encouraged me to boldly go on stage, on television, and to play music. But it wasn't that she pushed me into the arts. It was our home environment that shaped my decision. Children are to be seen, not heard. This was one of those leftover Victorian ideals from England where my mother grew up. But when I was on stage, I felt free to finally express myself, and by performing, I could naturally get into the zone and that flow state. Now, my father's influence was equally impressive. He told me that only one in a million artists can make it in the world, so go to school and get an education. I wanted to keep my father happy, so I sacrificed my biggest passion for performing to become a doctor. And for the most part, I was miserable. So what if the way you've molded yourself or allowed others to shape you was based on false information? If you're always trying to be normal, you'll never know how amazing you can be. Now, during the first 10 years of my medical practice, I discovered that no matter how many acupuncture needles, medications, surgeries, or even psychotherapy given, some people just wouldn't get better. Or worse, they'd get better and then come down with some other illness or addiction. And when I asked why and probed deeper, I discovered that some of them didn't love and accept themselves. They didn't value their lives, 
and they didn't even feel that they deserved good health and happiness. And somehow that felt very familiar to me. When we are coerced to be something that we are not or forced to pursue goals that are not of our own choosing, we often take on the beliefs of others that can literally cause our own self-rejection and self-loathing. Now, I did use my on-camera skills to work successfully with some of the largest media brands in the world, but the persona that we created was not authentically aligned with who I really was. I didn't feel comfortable with my pseudo-celebrity status, and I even started to hide some of my success because I hated the image that we created. I also hid my sadness. Smiling on the cover of magazines and doing talk show interviews, I wore a happy mask, while internally I suffered. Now, that subset of patients that lacked self-love was actually a mirror to what I was experiencing. When we don't utilize or live up to our full potential, we, we risk becoming hopeless and depressed. We may be functional, but not fulfilled. We may be successful, but not satisfied. To numb our pain, we often overeat, overdrink, overachieve, or shop. <laughs> but we're not the only ones who suffer in that scenario. We have a profound impact on the people around us, our co-workers, our romantic partners, and especially our children. The very ones who could and should benefit from our unique gifts are deprived of the beauty of our talents. It takes a lot of courage to grow up and become who you really are. This sort of practiced conformity can make it very difficult and even scary to live your truth. Often we're paralyzed by fear or so racked with pain that we feel like we just can't go on. And that's what happened in my case. Now, I don't recommend it, but hitting rock bottom can be a blessing in disguise. Our very own downfall can propel us to new heights of self-expression and self-acceptance. Now, for me, my rock bottom came in 2005 in the form of a dark depression, an existential crisis. And while I don't have the time to share the details, I can tell you that in deep meditation and crying my eyes out before God, I had a near-death-like, out-of-body experience that rocked my world, including a life review on the other side, where I understood in a flash how my choices shaped my present life. I got it that we are the ones that should choose who we will be in this lifetime. And we are meant to express ourselves fully. And we are all so totally lovable. In those moments, I experienced the most pure, absolute love for myself and for everything in humanity. Now, following that, I dove into the research of near-death experiences, the neuroscience of consciousness, and even the link between quantum physics and how we manifest our deepest desires. And no matter which perspective appeals to you, it all boils down to this. Authentic happiness and total wellness are your natural birthrights. You have a unique purpose to fulfill in this lifetime, even when your role seems small. So your second key to transforming your dreams into reality is to love who you are. From there, you can revive the true self, rewrite your self-description, 
and rebuild the living temple of your authentic self. Now, the positive psychology research and, and my own experience shows that there's nothing short of miracles that are available to each and every one of us, from overcoming depression, bouncing back after chemotherapy and cancer, to revolutionary new business ideas. The possibilities are endless. How will you use your potential? Gandhi said, we must be the change we wish to see in the world. So it's no surprise that your third key is to live who you really are. Uncover your dreams and your passions and share them with your, the world, your ideas, your voice, but most importantly, your presence, because you are a gift to the world. So there you have it. There is my one small idea. Become who you really are. First, learn that you are more than your body. You are not the monkey mind. You are more than a present illness or a number on a scale. You're more than your past success or failures. You are an infinite being full of potential to make a difference in this life, starting with your own. Love yourself, accept yourself, flaws and all. Shine a light on your shadowy parts to integrate and heal them. Embrace your strengths and celebrate your uniqueness. You are lovable just as you are. And finally, live who you really are. You've heard it. Use your talents and your ideas in service to others because we need you. The world is depending upon it. Big thanks to Dr. Pennington for stopping by. And once again, those three vital steps were number one, learn who you really are. And she said that we can do this by shifting our focus inward through things like meditation, yoga, and even questioning the thoughts that we have about ourselves. Realize that you are a gift to the world and also realize that you're not here by sheer coincidence. We're all here for a reason. Number two, love who you really are, which is just love all of you, your quirks, the goods, the bad, the ugly, just celebrate and fully accept your uniqueness. And lastly, number three, live who you really are, which is, um, I believe she said, uncover your dreams and passions to help serve others and go in and go after it with a sense of conviction. And if you like Dr. Pennington's message, you can watch the entire talk. I'll leave a link in the show description. And there's a few ways to connect with her. You can visit her website, andreapennington.com. You can visit her YouTube channel titled Pennington Media or check out her latest book entitled The Real Self-Love Handbook, a proven five-step process to liberate your authentic self, build resilience, and live an epic life. And everything I mentioned, along with the link to the entire talk, will be in the show description, as I mentioned. And lastly, when you get a chance, please follow the show on Spotify podcast, share it or subscribe on your favorite podcast player app. And I will see you back here Friday where we have a new featured speaker making her debut on the show to talk about her four year battle with a disease that in the end totally changed her life. So until then, stay strong. Later. Later.